Good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Series with me, Kevin Britz, proudly powered by leadershipbydesign.co, leading the charge with insights, information and ultimately effective results. Joining me in today's leadership and coaching segment, uh, she's a speaker and um, is a self-leadership coach for ambitious women. She created Self-Led, the empowerment program which has helped women from all over the world live a fulfilled, happy and successful life. Please welcome Dr. Willow Boniface. Dr. Willow, how are you doing? Thank you, Kevin, for a nice introduction. I'm well, thank you. <laughs> great, great. And thanks for joining us. Um, to kick it off, let's just start with who are you and tell us a little bit about you, and then we'll go into some more in conversation. Yes, beautiful. So I'm Willow. I'm from Australia. <laughs> and uh, and so I'm a self-leadership coach and I work with women. Yeah, just on, and I'm really about the woman behind the role behind the title, behind the mother, behind the wife, any role that she plays in her life and making sure that she is glowing. And that's one of the things that um, that we talk about as the end result to, to have people feeling really fulfilled and happy and energized and confident in their lives to do uh, what they are here to do. And so I think that this all came from me when I reflect on where my um, my real passion and drive for this came from. There was um there was one instance where there was an international women's day like event and there was a panel a, a panel up there and i was a scientist at the time and there was this woman on the stage and she was um she was like the pin-up woman of science and i was hanging on to her everywhere thinking this woman has nailed it she's got all the accolades she's got all this going on in her science career and she's smashing it i'm like i want to hear what she has to say and one of the questions went to her and it said do you have any regrets and she sat with it for a second and you could have heard a pin drop in that auditorium and she came back with i regret not spending so much time with my children and raising my children because now i don't have a relationship with them um, at this point as adults and you could hear the collective heartbreak in that room wow. but it was so grateful to receive that her vulnerability at that moment because I think it has completely shaped how I see work. And as a very career-driven woman, I'm like, we need to get our priorities right. And we need to make sure that our jobs support our happy, fulfilled life. We want it all and we can have it all. We don't have to do it all. It's a different story. But I think that's really where a big drive for me came from. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, I keep going, but <laughs> you know, one of the first questions was, well, what was you know one of those pivotal pivotal moments? But I'm like, that speaks to exactly that, right? And I think um, you, you started off with saying the roles in our lives, and I think that's so Im uh, important around a leadership conversation, because very often you play the role as mother, or you play the role as wife, or the role as the executive. Um, and yet we kind of go, oh, no, leadership is applicable in that job thing that I do. Um, but it's not really, you know, leadership is, you know, the ability, as you rightfully point out, you know, being able to lead self um, and that what that looks like and what does that even mean, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. And I think when you can grasp it and really think, well, I can apply my leadership skills to my life. How do I want to lead my life? Getting really intentional about who, who's getting the best of me right and that comes back to your core values and your pro and your priorities but when you get clarity there and you think well i i do want these beautiful relationships i want connection 
um, it just means the time that you do spend is very intentional about about connection. And so it doesn't mean that you can put the brake on your amazing career. It just means the time that you do spend is is very deliberate and and you maximize that. You you mentioned that you're a, you were a scientist, so you, your journey and your background <laughs> was medical bionics, and I was like, I don't even know what that means. So I, maybe you can touch on that. But then moving into self leadership coach for ambitious woman, I mean, and that journey in itself is is quite remarkable. You know, like how did that journey happen for you, and like what what was that? How did that process come about? Yeah, so so it's a really interesting. Um, <laughs> story but um as it goes I was sort of picking what I wanted to do with my life and I was very driven I, I loved science and so I chose uh, inevitably chose this science career path and the other option for me at that point was psychology and I it's funny because you you think about your choices now and you think did I make the right choice there because if I did I'm very much um obviously circling back to being a coach now it, it aligns with that psychology um option uh but anyway I went with the science degree and um, I ended up doing medical bionics which is I was um my PhD project and my my work after that was uh I was designing a, a brain implant that would respond to epileptic seizures so it's like implantable devices and it was a device that would run off the glucose in your blood so it was completely implantable and um it was a fascinating project and it certainly worked um on the bench top but it was going to be a, obviously a very long time to get that uh into people's heads <laughs> and to, to being effective and so um well i got to the end of that process and I was like you know what I think I'm going to try, try something different I had a bit of time in the corporate world uh and then um and doing some higher education sector like policy and strategy work as well um but the whole time I did my what I would call my linear career I was always had my head and investing in self-development personal development professional development anything I could get my hands on which was actually my passion when I really think about it <laughs> and so it's been a beautiful full circle moment to then pursue this as a career now and and absolute you know really really enjoying it obviously <laughs> yeah amazing i love that um and i mean just to touch on the self-led empowerment program so you've created and designed this program um and the concept of glowing is something that you speak about is central to the work and the mission so could you elaborate on what it means to glow in context to um of leadership and how it contributes to personal fulfillment and success especially for emerging leaders for people stepping into that role yes beautiful question i think when i talk about glowing i feel like it's just a beautiful way to describe something that we all intuitively know but tend to not be able to wrap language around sometimes i certainly struggle with it but it's that idea where you see a woman just in her element and she is confident and happy and focused and she has space for people and that's where i think leadership comes in because one of the beautiful delicious byproducts of glowing and just like taking up space for yourself um is this spaciousness that comes with it and when you talk about spaciousness for a busy working woman it's nearly laughable sometimes but i i'm like no the space comes like it's like time slows down and you think i can breathe here like i can exhale <laughs> and um and that comes into play 
in every area of your life that you feel like you've got time to be with your children, be with your partner, all the home things, but also when you show up to work. And this is a big reason why I love to work with emerging leaders because if we can get them before they step into those leadership roles and they're glowing, know their beautiful worth, um, are confident in what they know and applying their knowledge at their, at their workplace, they're already a beautiful influence. And so when they step into those um, further leadership positions, they've got that sorted. And if I can project into the future, and what I'm, what, and I, I guess that in, re, in relation to what we're seeing uh, in some instances where women are getting to those leadership roles and we're all celebrating and then there's a dropout rate kind of like the where, where it's unsustainable that what's happening there. And people that often the, the, um, the reason is because they want to focus on their family a bit more. And I'm like, what if we just get this generation of women to glow and so they have the space to then go, actually, I can do that. Like I can, I can step into those roles. So for me, when I was pregnant with my first baby, I was in the corporate world at that point and I was searching for a female role model that was a mother, that was a leader and that was happy and healthy. And I mean, the corporate world is a, is a beast in its own, but I struggled to find one, it's a, it's a male dominated industry anyway, but finding those gold, <laughs> golden nuggets of, of role models was really challenging. And I'm like, if we can change that story, if we can actually get those women in there and they're happy and healthy and doing their thing and sustainably doing their thing, then we have other women coming up and they're like, well, if she can do it, so can I. And I think that's where the narrative can twist. And yeah. I think um, the beautiful piece, the vision is that these younger women will see these women occupying these leadership positions and absolutely thriving. And, and I think that's the goal. Yeah, and I love that. And I love the fact that, you know, when you speak about emerging leaders to to kind of empower them. So by the time they get there, that they they have some kind of handle on what that's going to look like, you're right? And mm-hmm. to really find a bit of balance. And sometimes leadership doesn't really have a balance, but it's the awareness of like, what what can I really give energy to and time and, 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 and attention? Uh, and what can I sort of slack on today or this week uh, just to get on track? But it's very often most people just fall into that busyness of busyness and they, you know, every other area is like, no, it's my work. I have to get this done. And you're, going to, you're not going to be able to do it for much longer if you carry on at that pace, right? So, um, but what's interesting on some of the language you used, and I, I just want you to unpack it. I mean, I, I for me, I think it's my, um, I was actually posting it yesterday <laughs> online about holding space for people. I think it's my superpower. But don't you just uh-huh. want to unpack that because I think it's such a, a beautiful concept to be able to hold space, but also mentioning taking up space. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the narrative of w- what we know for the last 100 years of our lives is um, women shouldn't be taking up space, right? Or we get the idea or the the sentiment that like, you know, why are you trying to be all leadership now? And why are you trying to do all? Like, why? And I know that um, the famous, uh, well, I don't know if he's still a doctor, but um, his name is, I forget his name, but yeah, um, he, you know, has a very strong opinion about um, what, who women are in the world and, 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 
you know, he was on online the other day speaking about this and he kind of, uh, he has a fierce kind of uh, approach about, you know, what women shouldn't be doing based on the fact that, you know, it's creating an unequal society and, um, and it's, it's very interesting. Um, but essentially, the fact of the matter is um, what we now know, and we do, we know it more now than ever before that women are far more capable than we've given them permission to believe they are. Um, and, you know, there's like even the, the, the Me Too movements and, you know, equal pay that we've seen that's, you know, be, been in the Hollywood and the news and all of those sentiments are part of that narrative of going, actually, there's space for women that take up that space and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a real challenge to an old way of thinking. It really is, which, which has, um, and you know, through no fault, I think it's just, there's been millennia of men, male leaders. Mm. And only in the last hundred years have we started to push, push, push and, and really take up our own space. And we're still on that march, but I think, um, Taking up space is one thing at the leadership table, but I think to do that, we need to take up space in our lives. And often um, as women, we give a lot and we we need to feel like we, deserve, you know, to even take time to move our body or something in the day. It's like everyone else's priorities come before us. And it's like the martyr uh, mentality of just serving and giving. And And when I say take up space, I mean, receiving and i mean feeling deserving of that and also do, taking what we need because that means you know as much as society and and like there's such there's so many things at play right keeping us small but we need to be okay and holding our own space and when i say glowing as well there's a, an element of that which means like shoulders back head high like even thinking about a posture in how we take up our space is so critical and it's the, it's actually the energy that we're giving off and i talk about leadership energetics because it's like you can walk into a room and take up space there and it not be it doesn't need to be an overwhelming space it just needs to be a confident space for you and it doesn't yes. need to it can, i i say confidence and it's different to every single person mm. my confidence is kind of loud and and assertive right but like other women i work with they've got just a kind confidence and it's a bit more quiet but it's still holding space and we all get to have our own glow of whatever that looks like and um and i think that when we then step into places where we are leading holding space for other people is critical like i think coaches and i know that you run your um coaches leaders program and excuse me if i've got the name wrong there but that concept i was so excited about because when we do this work and you hold space for other people, you when I coach them, I then hear them coaching other people in their life, and but not even coaching, but holding space because leadership and holding space is actually about listening. And it's, I think um, we can intellectually get our head around active listening, that we can, yes, hear the words. If you're a busy person and you've got a lot going on mentally, it's very difficult to be so present with that person. But if you've got a calm nervous system, if you've really done this work and it doesn't take a lot of work, but just you have spaciousness in your own life and your own, um, and you can hold your own, then when you sit with someone and you're listening, you're actually allowing them to influence you. 
And I think that's the powerful piece. Like this is Stephen Covey, right? Like he talks about be influenced and allow them to influence you, allow them to feel heard. And then you have a greater influence as a leader when you speak because you've really, they feel like you've been, they've influenced you and you've taken on board their thing. You get to choose if it's the, if it's the right way to go or what feels good for you and, um, and, then, and then influence in return. And I think that's just really powerful. Well, as you as you're speaking through it now, I I just kind of it's, what's occurring to me is interestingly enough, when you're holding space for someone, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to solve the problem, right? You're just mm. you're, you're just you're just available for them to be bad or be sad or be angry or be whatever, and you're just going, okay, cool. I'm so sorry that you're here. What do you need? Like you know, yeah. and be able to be presently there. I mean, you don't have to solve the world's problems and you don't, you know, it's not required, but the ability to hold the space for someone um, really does speak of your own personal presence, right? Um, yeah. And second to that, and I think this is probably where the confidence and the presence conversation really lends itself so well is holding space and having the ability to take up space also requires you to be responsible for the space that you take up. Mm. right because so many people and again i'm making a generalization but many times you 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 um i i've encountered where people take up space but they're very reckless with them with their space taking right they're very reckless in how they speak and how they they show up in that environment and you kind of go actually you're just annoying dude you're not helping you're not you're not this isn't fun for me you're just annoying you know and yeah with a cognizance of, yeah, absolutely, hold the space, take up the space, but be responsible for that space. Yes. I love that. And because I think we all have... Self-leadership and, like, who are you in that in, in that environment and how are you showing up for yourself, right? And how are you showing for, up for that environment? And if you're not responsible for the moment, the energy and the language you're using or the tone of voice you're speaking at me to or to me at... My English um, to me and you know um, invariably you might be sticking your foot in your mouth or creating a few enemies in the room while you're doing it right just because you're have you have a title or because you have a thing or a, or whatever or this is your project um, you're still responsible for the space that you hold yes I love that and I think that when I talk about leadership I don't necessarily mean it as the title. I mean it as the energy. And I think some people can be leaders in their own, at any, we, we know that, right? Any level of an organization has leaders. And we even lead ourselves. We lead our family in a certain way. But I think when someone is, uh, you know, taking up big space and being, it's like a power over type um, energy. Mm. And I always bring it back to what, like, what is your intention with holding space? Because I think if your intention is to listen and to be influenced, the person who is, and this is kind of one-on-one -on -one as well, but we can talk about it in like a group setting. But if it's one-on-one, -on -one, you want that person to feel heard and you want that person to feel like when they go away, they then, either way, they're going to leave the conversation and, and your reputation exceeds you. It, it expands. And so if you have the intention of making that person feel heard and valued, then they're going to walk away feeling that and they're going to say speak kind things of you as, as they go along on their journey um, and that's how your reputation and your brand builds but if you have not um, 
listened well and you haven't held the space beautifully, then that they'll also be like walk away and go, you know, I was I really tried to communicate there and and I didn't feel heard or I, I don't know if she was really listening there. And that's just as damaging as well. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, just to, to bring it back closer to you, you're, you're a mother of two young children and, uh, you know, uh, have a successful professional career. How do you navigate both personal and career spheres with grace the way you do? And how have you managed to strike a balance between family life and impactful work, empowering women through the self-led and uh, program that you have and, and other initiatives? Yeah, so it's, it's really um, simple and it comes from my own crash and burn, right? Because we... <laughs> often need to reboot ourselves and figure out what works for us. And I think um, my my crash and burn moment was, um, uh, it was a moment in time, I, I found out I had to have a hysterectomy. I got made redundant by organisational restructure and I had relationship, um, like extended family relationships, unstable. And it's like the trifecta of uncertainty around finance, relationships and health. And I was like, what is my life? The wheels were off. And I remember sitting at my desk trying to write an email and I could not for the life of me write this email. Like it was it was a one-sentence email to a friendly colleague. It wasn't something that I should be nervous about. And my I just couldn't even, my head was doing like somewhere else. And I had to move that energy out of me. And I went and put my, sh my shoes on and I drove to a staircase and I ran up and down that staircase until I couldn't walk anymore. And I remember laying at the top like puffed and finally taking deep breaths and actually like resetting my body I think and getting that energy out and I was like I will never come back here I will never come back to this place and feel this out of control and I'm like well if exercise if moving my body like that did remove those big feelings and I, I was already moving my body but just um I sort of did it and, and a lot of busy ambitious women do this where we'll go like gym three times a week or whatever and I was doing that and I still, the wheels fell off my life. And I'm like, this needs to be more nourishing. Like it needs to be something that I can do on my worst, most busy time poor day. And I still feel like it's a, it's a, it's a mental um, relief for me to move my body. And so I decided that that was going to be walking. And so when I help people to do this, one of the first things we implement is moving your body. And it's just, it's not a, I'm going to run, 10, you know, 10 kilometers today yeah. and, like I it's very challenging sometimes for ambitious women to like notch that back to go okay what what am I going to do it's going to be a stretch of the body it's going to be a gentle walk or something like that listen to a podcast I go for a swim in the ocean because I'm blessed to live close enough to do that but that's um that beautiful um real that connection between my big emotions and the movement of my body was like pivotal for me and then we also do um we also bring in affirmations and gratitude and 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 then a whole bunch of mindset work so reframing what's happening in their lives and if there's any victim mentality stuff happening we really take responsibility for ourselves and then go um you know and and, and try and have a more abundant view of the world and i think that comes down to how we speak to ourselves and how we speak to others how we speak about other people that aren't in the room there's a whole integrity in language that i think um calling people in on I say because because sometimes you know it's, it doesn't feel nice to call someone out when they've said something poorly about someone else but and in a coaching space I call them in I'm like no no lead yourself differently 
Like I don't, we, it's not helpful to be talking about other people like that. Take responsibility for what you can and let the rest go. And it's just these beautiful mindset shifts and it just, it just contributes to the glow and it just keeps expanding and it's a wild, wild ride. I'm sorry, I don't know if that answered your question actually. I just went on a ride. Well, I'm just thinking as, as you're speaking, I'm going, well, maybe I, you know, I'm probably glowing myself because just this morning, like well, yesterday, I, I, um, I saw a YouTube video around someone wanting to wake up, you know, at like half past five in the mornings to really see if it does make a, a, a huge, you know, difference to their productivity and their mood and everything. So I was like, it's one of the things that I, I don't like getting up early. I've never have. And I was like, okay, well, I want to test the, the theory, right? And just this morning I went walking uh, at like, I was out of the house at like quarter past six, uh, just after six. And and usually I'm I, that's just not something I'm like, I normally I'm up at around seven and just going to walk, but also having a moment where I walked straight into the sunlight. Um, and I know Andrew, Dr. Andrew Huberman speaks about this a lot on, on YouTube about that initial contact with sunlight for your eyes and your stimulation of your brain. Uh, so neuroscience also shows the importance of that. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I love everything you're saying. And, and that's the thing, you know, it's, it's tweaking little bits of your, your uh, micro behaviors that can really long-term have a massive impact on how you feel and how you show up for your, for your life and, how, and yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you're, um, you also have a newsletter, Glow Mail, uh, and it's garnered significant attention for its insightful content. So uh, what inspired you to start Glow Mail and how, how do you curate content and, and uh, that resonates with your audience for ambitious women seeking personal and professional go uh, growth? Yeah, so I'm so glad you mentioned it. It's it's one of the things I just have always been called to do something and it's kind of based off, uh, oh gosh, I've lost his, uh, the 321 newsletter, James Clear. Uh, do you know oh, his yes. newsletter? It's like, it's short and sharp. And I think it's I like know, three ideas. I don't know his newsletter. I'll definitely check it out though. Uh, well, it's great. It's great. And I was like, I would love to do something like that for, for my target audience. And that was what i have in there is three things um it's an idea from me a quote from from all the whoever is the guru of self-leadership that um that i find and stumble across these quotes and then it's a expansive question so something to stimulate some thought um the point is the email is highly potent in terms of empowerment and it takes less than one minute to read and i was like if i was thinking about creating a newsletter if i was going to read this thing i'm a busy working mom like I, I i made it so that it would be something that would be helpful for me and so then i think that's why there's been a beautiful uptake because it doesn't take long to read and my goal was to make it um, immune to your email unsubscription rampage because you think no there's value in that and it doesn't take me long so i'm not going to unsubscribe from that because <laughs> we know what inboxes can be like but i think if i can deliver value and i've consistently got like an open rate of between 40 and 60%. And that's pretty wow. good for a newsletter. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it's hitting the spot. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And, and I think to your point, you know, um, any kind of uh, newsletter that we prescribe or subscribe to, 
it, for me, um, because of my, you know, I, I don't generally like reading like long things unless I'm purposefully sitting down to read something I want to read. So if it's something that I subscribe to, I'm expecting it to be in bullet <laughs> bullet points and kind of like, what do you want? What are you saying? Get to the point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think that's a, that's a useful point that you. I think I need to change some of my newsletters as well. But I mean, <laughs> lastly, your background likely equipped you with you know like loads of insights and unique opportunities to uh, you know where you also notice what are the challenges facing women in various sectors based on your experience and research so what are some of the barriers and uh, that hinder women's progress in leadership um and i think that's one question and second to that what are some of the tips and tricks that you can share with us to kind of give us a culmination of today's conversation so yeah. what, what are the barriers and what are some of the tips yeah so i think uh, look there are so many barriers and i don't even pretend to be able to tackle some of the pieces like unconscious bias which we're just up against right and like yourself included kevin like how do we have um how do we change mindsets and mass mindsets really and perceptions of value um it's not a like for like like i see a um the promotion process happening where um you know like for like is promoted and that is a disadvantage to everybody else who's not a like like for like yeah. um and so beyond those huge societal patriarchal pieces that we all know about and we're all chipping away at and what i work on and that's why i bring it back to the person is i want women to believe that it's possible and there can be the dog-headed like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna succeed because like you tell me i can't and i'm gonna do it anyway yeah. what if that energy was more like Ah, like I just exhaled because I feel like that's what we need. We need an exhale and go, you know what? I'm good. I'm happy in my life. I'm healthy. I'm, I'm, my nervous system is down here, not heightened and reactive. It's down here and I feel so confident and calm. And so then it actually creates, I, I talk about, I do this a lot with my clients as well, but it just creates space. It just eliminates a bunch of noise and you think, that's what I want. And it comes from such a grounded place of knowing what your value is and believing in yourself that you're going to make an impact where you go and where you lead. And I know women are doing this all over the world and not everyone needs help to glow up before they do anything like this. And I mm. celebrate women everywhere, but I hate it when a barrier is internal. And if we can eliminate those internal barriers, then when the doors open or when we bust a hole through the side of the wall and get, and get our way in there, then we're ready to and we believe that we can and that we're up for the job. So that's my angle on it. Yeah, um, and in terms of, yeah, the tips and tricks, actually the, the piece of this whole puzzle is actually a self-worth piece and everything that we do is dialing up self-worth. And so, for example, even showing up for yourself like your morning walks, Kevin. Yeah. It, let's just say you continually do that and that's your habit now it's just it's just part of your life and everyone knows that everyone supports it it's like it's your moment to be by yourself and to just be with the morning sun and that be beautiful and what that does for your self-worth is that you're putting deposits into the kevin bucket every single day it's it's building trust that you trust yourself but it's also saying i deserve that time i deserve that moment to myself to go do that and that is a beautiful deposit into the self-worth bucket and so that allows, like, that allows 
boundaries that allows a bit more spaciousness because you feel um you feel like you've got time to yourself uh it actually allows you to show up as the parent you want to the the, the partner you want to the leader that you want to it just creates so much more in your life capacity for so much more and so my tip is as much as um uh we can talk about like like uh, actual habits and things that you can build into your life to to generate your self-worth it's a choice to make the change and that's what it's going to come down to knowing that i actually i deserve this and i want this i want that glow i'm going to do this tiny bit of work to get there and i tell you what you give me like six weeks i just got data through actually from one of my clients who i just spoke to she's six weeks into her self-led and her self-confidence has skyrocketed her work-life balance is like a 10 out of 10 her you know and before it was twos and threes and like how she's self-assessing herself i'm like that you can't put you can't put a price on that that is her life that she's feeling so abundant in i'm like i am i'm here for that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean to your point as you as you were talking through it i was just thinking back on my day today and i was going oh wow i've just i've just caught up my I, i've just caught myself up into a, a new commitment for me because i've i have i've you know it's uh, it's lunchtime right now just after lunch and i've had one of the best days i've had this whole week and i'm going you know i've I, we're creating a, a new program and I'm, I'm seeing new clients already i'm doing a recording today and I'm like i've done so much in just the space of like one o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Uh, maybe there's something to this, and I should really just pay more attention to it. So I do. I think there is wonderful, uh, and I love that you sort of look at it from a position of self worth because uh, you know people kind of go, "Oh, that's so cheesy." Yeah, I know. I need to love myself, uh, and you kind of go, "Yeah, but like, take five minutes or take twenty minutes and kind of sit with yourself and go, do you? Do you really? Do you really yeah. like?" do you are you happy are yeah. you like really okay and when you when when you get to that kind of positioning i think that's where people really go yeah i'm not so sure about my own self-worth and like what is, am i am i do i love me do i do i make me matter a little bit more than i did yesterday and do i yeah. is that it, it, it does it even show up in my head like am i even aware of it right yeah. But yeah, obviously we can have loads of loads of conversations, and I love this. So, uh, Dr. Willow Boniface, tell us um, where's the quickest way to get hold of you? Uh, so you can find me uh, on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook. You can just type in Willow Boniface, and it's not got a W on the end because my mum was a hippie and dad didn't want it to be like the tree. So <laughs> careful of the spelling. But it's Willow Boniface, and you can also get me at willowboniface.com. And um, there's some free things on my website if you want to start doing this for yourself. I've got a beautiful, like, seven-day mindset reset type experience, and you can go on and register for that. And and you'll hear my voice every day as you do your 20-minute walk. And it's um it's a I've just got the most beautiful feedback from that. Like it's a, it's a real game changer. So if you're looking to dip your toes in and um, see if what I've talked about is is um, something for you, then you can try that out. Brilliant, guys. And obviously, they're all in the links and description. Everything that we're going to uh, share today is going to be in the description box below. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can probably find out the self-led empowerment program and for women, it's going to be there as well. So go and check it out. 
Dr. William Boniface, thank you so much for your time and thank you for the insights. I love this conversation. Oh, thank you, Kevin. It was a pleasure. <laughs> Cheers for now. Bye.